to Agony Uncles with the Brother Streep, a show about life's quibbles and how to solve them. We're a bit like a Rubik's Cube. Many complex layers of mystery, but most people get bored after two minutes. <laughs> I'm Andrew, and joining our resident Agony Uncles tonight on Dylan's team is award-winning stand-up comedian and TV presenter, Stuart Taylor! <laughs> and on Simon's team is comedian, MC, and Smile FM DJ, Angel Campy! <laughs> Why didn't I get award winning as yeah, well? She's, she's won awards as well. She's won awards as well. Wow. This, this re- we're already losing, I Simon. Win more awards, Angel. I have. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Round one is Dear Streep, where our teams will be given real agony aunt letters and be asked to help. Okay, so here's our first letter all the way from London. Dear Agony Uncles, I need your help. Picture the scene. A man queuing in a coffee shop waiting to place his order. As he waits, he hears the orders of those ahead of him. Skinny decaf, low foam, extra hot dry cappuccino. Oat milk, half decaf, cortado with wings. Wild double shot, regular half soy frappuccino. The man gets to the front of the queue and is asked what he wants. He freezes. I am that man, not not me, uh, the person in the letter. (laughs) I am too intimidated to order my regular cappuccino. Please help. Dylan, you know, are you a coffee fan? Oh boy, I'm not a coffee fan. It's it's bitter and and dark and kind of disgusting. I do like coffee like flavored things. <laughs> <laughs> like Stuart. <laughs> wow. Let's just go through wow. the list again. <laughs> Angel, we're not going to win if you commit race crimes. <laughs> no, it's comedy. His humor, not. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't make it a race thing. <laughs> It was, a, it was an unfortunate choice of person. It was an unfortunate <laughs> choice. But Stuart, I love coffee-flavoured things. I like coffee sweets. I okay, like coffee yes, I'm up with you on that. Coffee desserts, so I don't know. Coffee milkshake? Coffee milkshake, I'll go for one. Why Good. not? Mm. But a cup of coffee, yeah. You know what the thing is? I've been to like one of those uh, swanky coffee shops oh. where you've got a... I'm talking about truth. Where, <laughs> where they insist that you try it first. They like they won't give you sugar. This is mm. my problem with truth. Because mm. I'm like, hi, can I get two sweeteners, please? Uh, sir, have you tried it without <laughs> sugar? I'm oh, 42 yeah. years old. Yes, I've, 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 I've done that accidentally on more than one occasion. And then I remedy it by putting in sugar. I'm paying for it. If I want to put Marmite in my coffee <laughs> let me do so so i i don't like i don't like the arsiness i get that i don't like the arsiness of the coffee culture mm. and i would say you know you just you just go you say give me my cappuccino well that barrister's going to be relieved after all those orders for a simple cappuccino yes, exactly me. you frivolously said if you want to add marmite that's your business but you know i found out today that people actually do dunk marmite bread into their coffee what? Like, is this a, the, Who is this people you speak a of? A lot actually? of people who text into non-named radio stations where <laughs> I work. <laughs> what's the what's the worst? I've heard of dipping a snack which with with curry. No a curry snack. <laughs> Imagine trying to order that at a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually on Truth's menu. Yeah, it's yeah. on Truth's menu. <laughs> Guys, to get back to the question, you know this oh, yeah. this person is they're really struggling. Okay, do we have some serious solutions for them? What I'm was a the bit, question? I'm a bit jealous of um, <laughs> the coffee culture in general. Like you were saying, there's a lot of flat this, oatmeal yes. that, um, skinny Italian, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> I'm a tea drinker, and as tea drinkers, we just have tea. <laughs> yeah, that's all there is. They try to add chamomile and rooibos and green. Doesn't sound good. But how do you order tea? Do you say Ceylon? Do you say rooibos? I say I'll have some tea. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a broad thing. The that's a lot though. It's like that's the basics and everyone yeah. knows that. It's the, you, you get two options. You get tea and you get slightly worse tea. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, when Dill's at the spur, they, you know, they don't know about the other teas. Yeah. They They're only going to give them saline. <laughs> because house brand, that's I go it. to the swanky tea shops. <laughs> <laughs> I just... 
coffee drinkers try to make it more complicated than it needs to be. I don't like this whole thing that apparently you meant to drink it lukewarm. It's a hot beverage. It's listed as a hot beverage no, on the menu. I literally complained about that this morning. That it was what? <laughs> that it was too hot. No, why? <laughs> I was like, I ordered this coffee and I've driven the whole way to my destination and I haven't been able to sip it yet. But Angel, there's a t- <laughs> see, if you want it to be really hot, then it comes really hot. If you want it to be lukewarm, you just wait. Yes. If they deliver it lukewarm and you want it really hot, you can, you're screwed. There's nothing you, you can, can do. You can do that do. thing we, eat, we do with hot chips. Like when you know hot chips is too hot yeah. and then you hold them out the window. <laughs> 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 you could do that with your and coffee. And then the seagulls just follow your car. <laughs> I think I think the guy um, just needs to lean into the hipster culture a little more. He's obviously in a hipster place. He's yep. ordering a hipster drink. Yep. Or people around him are. A cappuccino is minimalist. Just mm. go with yeah. that. Yeah. It's like the new minimalist drink. Yeah. Yes. Tell everyone that this is the hot new craze. We're just having coffees like we mm. used to. Yes. <laughs> and everyone will get on board. I so, agree completely. I think they'd be shocked. They they'd, would be. They'd, they'd be like, be like wow, this guy's a renegade. Yes. They'd be a lull. <laughs> King of rebels. So how come tea makers are just called tea people and coffee makers call themselves barristers? <laughs> Where it's are so tea makers? Where are these <laughs> the tea makers? I, go to. <laughs> I would like to say thank you guys for your answers. But I think at the end of this question, I will give the points to Dylan's team. <laughs> and guys, you know that coffee, it's a great drink but the most annoying of the seven dwarves. Um, okay, so we're going to move on. There are going to be lots more of those. It was move on. That whole chat was worth it for that joke. <laughs> we're going to move on to letter two. And uh, this is time for, you know, a letter from... Stuart, swing your face to the audience like he regrets coming to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reaction to that joke. Regretti, the eleventh oh. dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this letter comes all the way from the exotic suburb of Pinelands in Cape Town. <laughs> so, dear agony uncles, some context may be needed. I hate being told what to do. I just started a new job. One day, I was putting my lunch in the fridge when I saw someone had labelled it Tom's lunch. Do not eat. For the whole morning, I couldn't focus on my work, feeling like I wasn't being true to myself by submitting to whoever Tom is. (laughs) Eventually, I cracked. I went back to the fridge, opened the lunch, and sampled the most delicious sandwich I've ever had. And it was like a whole new world had been opened for me. Six months later, they're petitioning to put cameras in our kitchen to catch the person (laughs) who is stealing food every day. I love the surprise of not knowing what I'm going to get for lunch day by day. It's like a lottery where you always win something. So my question is, do you know how I can continue stealing lunches without getting caught from Hungry Excitement Junkie? Wow. I think that's a pseudonym. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, um, Stuart, you know, what do you normally eat for lunch? What, oh, what do I eat for lunch? Yeah. Whew, I was about to, thought you were going to ask, what do you steal for lunch? I <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it depends. It depends on my day. You know, I, 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 I do different diets each day. Uh, Mondays, I intermittent fast, so I don't have lunch. <laughs> okay. Tuesday, I'm, I, I pig out and uh, eat as much carbs as I can because, yeah. you know, I didn't eat on the Monday. <laughs> and then, uh, so it does depend. I'm, I'm lucky because I, I I work from home. <laughs> so whatever's in the fridge. Nobody's stealing your labeled food. <laughs> My wife does. <laughs> she works from home too. Often, yes, 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 genuinely how most of my lunchtime things happen is my wife goes to the kitchen and she says, are you eating? 
And I say, no, 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 I'm being very good. I'm intermittent fasting. <laughs> I'll wait until supper. And then she cooks and then it smells amazing. Yeah. And then uh, I eat whatever's on her plate. I just, uh, <laughs> and then she says, you probably help if she used words. Yeah. <laughs> She's over it, bro. 15 years of marriage, words didn't work. She's like, <laughs> you married to an adult from the peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon the, um, the option for Tom, who's having his stuff stolen, I know this doesn't address the letter because they want to continue stealing, but Tom just needs to start bringing in crap lunches. Yeah. And the person will very quickly stop stealing Mm. them. Mm. You know, boiled eggs, steamed broccoli, tuna. That is what I ate for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why yours is safe, Angel. (laughs) Well, I think for this person excited by stealing, that if they uh, drink a lot the night before when they pack their own lunch, Mm -hmm. that they get blackout drunk, then they'll forget what they've Mm -hmm. packed for themselves. Then they write a do not eat this lunch and then they put it and then they get excited all over again. And they'll be stealing from themselves. That's a good solution. Like granted, you'll be hungover every day and probably not productive but that's not the point I mean I think he could just go full 90s action with this you've got cameras facing you upload a, a loop so it plays the same yes. footage over. people are watching it they don't know what's going on if they up the ante they bring in lasers you start entering from the roof on wires <laughs> good idea good come idea come down like that you know suspended by the fridge I feel um, like that's a very rational solution that is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry I'm just uh, I got excited by the question <laughs> well well, I can reveal at the end of this question that I think the points go to Simon's team. Yeah. So, yes. um, let's move on to uh, the third letter. And this is the last letter of the round. And it goes like this. Dear Agony Uncles, I am completely distraught and in need of an urgent solution. I have two pairs of black socks that I use for work. Recently, one sock from each of the pairs went missing. So now I have two individual black socks, which are both half of a pair. My big job interview is tomorrow. And with two incomplete pairs of socks, I really don't know what to do. Should I cancel the interview and just go and live in a cardboard box fort in my back garden? Yes. Yours socklessly, <laughs> Job of Bergfleet. I'm guessing, so. Andrew, you're not vetting the letters in any way. This is clearly no. written in by a crazy man. It doesn't yeah. know how socks work. How is work. anyone going to know? <laughs> and our final question, where you see yourself in five years, roll up your pant leg. <laughs> Angel, when I was a young man, that was quite in fashion. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure I understand how socks work. <laughs> you, your legs or your feet, sorry, clearly are pointing in different directions. Yes. But yet the socks do fit each foot. They do. How is that working? What do you mean pointing in different well, directions? My left leg kind of curves left on the foot and so does right... I mean, yours do the same. I'm looking at your feet. Very personal information I'm learning about you. (laughs) Leans to the left. I don't know these things. (laughs) Fair enough. I have black socks on right now. You can't tell them apart except for at the toe. There's a slightly like colorful Uh, line. What color is yours? Mine is red. Shall we see if it, if it works as, a, as an experiment? If I put on your sock, then you put on my sock. <laughs> there's there's going to be an ace of spades inside your shoe, isn't there? 
<laughs> Always prepared. Was this your car? <laughs> <laughs> but I know there was a craze a while ago. Um, Simon, you had these socks. Don't yeah. ask me how I know. They had like a very bright, colorful heel mm. on a very business-looking yeah. black sock. Mm. What right. was the point of those? So you knew where your pairs were. But why? Yeah. As a, a woman sock. who does laundry, let me step up to the stereotype here. <laughs> okay. So you can matchy-matchy. I don't want to be sexist, but I do think socks and underwear <laughs> in general are different for women. Because, I mean, I can only judge this based on my... <laughs> I think you're, I think <laughs> you're safe. Was, was yeah. that safe? Yeah. Underwear, yes. Well, no, the, the, obsession about, <laughs> the obsession about knowing where the socks and underwear are. Because mm-hmm. my mom, when I was young, whenever oh, I was going to be packing for a camp, she'd always kind of give me the same old lecture, like, make sure you bring home the right amount of underwear and socks. Mm. And that's not really weird thing to say to someone as if, a, when I'm just on this camp, I'm just taking off my underwear and socks <laughs> at any given opportunity and spraying it around the place. Or B, <laughs> or B, I'm going around stealing people's underwear and socks so that I come back with more underwear and socks. Yeah, that's true. She said the exact amount. She's yeah. very strict against more, more underwear yeah. and socks. Don't bring more or less. Yeah, it didn't have to be yours. Could yeah. be someone else. As long as it was five pairs. That's fine. I have an answer for um, what this person should do. Right. right, yes. Why not combine the two, move the interview to the card board box fort yeah (laughs) you get the home ground advantage (laughs) suddenly you're not so nervous anymore (laughs) you eat a box so your socks really don't matter at all your socks don't matter anymore because you're in a box yeah i just like a good cardboard box fort (laughs) you could probably just draw socks on just yes. if you have a black hole in the market, just draw them up to your ankle. That will work. You could just put the socks on your hands and yeah. confuse everyone. Yeah. And then puppets. just be like, hello. People love <laughs> Shake puppets. my hand. <laughs> I am more likely to employ someone who comes into an office meeting with puppets with for hands. Puppet. Yeah. Stu, Stu's like lighting up. <laughs> Luckily, I don't employ people. So it's yeah. <laughs> okay, well, at the end of that letter, it was a difficult question. I'll give you that, all right, yeah. because it was mad. Um, <laughs> so I think the points go to Dylan's team. Well done, Dylan. Hey! What cat has eight very warm feet? A octopus. Okay, so. <laughs> wow. Um, I can reveal. That's a Christmas cracker. <laughs> it's a good one. That's it's wonderful. A, it's a good one. And I can reveal that uh, the points for this entire round go to Dylan's team. Well done. Okay. We are moving on to round two, and this round is called Worst World Problems. Right. So before the show, we gave our audience some first world problems and asked them to tell us which ones they related to the most. Okay. Ah. So, here we go. Teams, which statement do you think our audience found more annoying? My new physical trainer makes me work way too hard. Mm-hmm. Versus, I just put too much balsamic on my salad and now I'm dying. <laughs> All right. Tough call. It's really, really big problems, guys. Those are, those are like things I say every day. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you source these from your Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have a new personal trainer. <laughs> I don't feel like I can empathize with the personal trainer one because, mm. uh, well, you know, I don't do any any personal training of any kind of... All I'm saying is that if you're paying, if you're paying somebody and you're complaining that they work too hard, they're your employee. You, you can go at your pace. You know, yes. go for a little stroll, take them out for a beer. Oh. 
just imagine how demoralizing that would be for the personal trainer. You get there and you're just like casually walking on the treadmill. They're shouting at you like, come on! Yeah, and you're like, hour. I don't pay them to you shout at me. You work for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You I mean, need to change essentially your Essentially, what I'm, what I'm pitching is just buying a friend. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can take them to the movies. Long walks on the beach. Long walks on the beach. The slow ones. Slow ones. Yeah, slow. <laughs> don't want to work up a sweat. No. No. I'm particularly bad at copying things. Like if someone's trying to teach me an exercise, so simple push up, I'll inevitably put my hands in the wrong places. Not in that way. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not in that kind of push up. But I'm also really terrible at gyms. So recently I got a gym contract and my wife told me that there were showers by the pools in the gym. So I thought that's pretty cool. I'm going to mm-hmm. go have a little shower by the pools. And I spend for ages, like a very long time, just staring at the towel hanger, trying to figure out how to get water out of it. Because <laughs> I just, just misread the situation. So I don't think I'm built for the gym or personal trainers. <laughs> Why were you trying to shower by the pool? Don't you want to shower in the showers? I was told that in order to swim, you, you had must, to yeah, you must shower, shower before you swim. Yes. And Very odd rules. You were told yeah. personally, you must shower before yeah. you swim. Yeah, it's not a rule. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> The Virgin Active I go to has a very weird situation with the hot pool because I don't know if anyone goes to the one in Claremont, but it's always a different temperature. One day it can be ice cold. The next day it can be lukewarm. The next Mm. day, I'm going to go through all the temperatures. (laughs) (laughs) The one in Constantia always has a different color. Sometimes it's brown, sometimes it's all brown. (laughs) That's because of the groundwater. This is the part of the show where you tell where everyone lives. (laughs) (laughs) The one in Constantia. Thank you, Stuart. You're doing well. Well, guys, what what about the second part of the question, which was uh, the balsamic on my salad? The problem with salads is that they're essentially waterproof. Uh, if you try pour dressing what? onto your salad, it, it generally just wants to fall off. Like, so you normally like left, water off a duck's back. Yeah, yeah. you normally yeah. it's like trying to put <laughs> Milo into milk. It just doesn't want to dissolve. So you. <laughs> So you're inevitably Grab. just left with a pool of balsamic soup at yep. the bottom of your plate <laughs> yeah. while don't, you just don't drink that soup. <laughs> I'm going to say that it is whatever the first one was. I forgot <laughs> the, 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 the physical trainer. Oh, yeah. I'm going I'm to vote balsamic on this audience. This well, looks we like a yeah. to vote together. Oh, yeah. Balsamic audience. Oh, I, I need oh. to rein you in. I'm oh, the oh, captain of this oh. team. <laughs> You cannot just be going off We choose Jim. I'm sorry. We Dylan Jim, is the captain of the Titanic. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Iceberg, dude. So salads, you said. Iceberg, Iceberg lettuce. <laughs> right. Well done. That's great. That's Very wonderful. For, just for that, we're going lettuce. We have one answer locked in lettuce on this side. And, yeah. and you guys? Um, Balsamic. Your gut feeling was lettuce. Well, because the majority can yeah. all eat a balsamic, but to, it's quite a it's quite a niche thing to do training. I'm with you. Let As us go with the second one. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, so you've both said balsamic. I can reveal that our audience said that the worst one was the balsamic. Yay! Yes. So well done. Our next problem is as follows. I forgot this was live TV. I can't fast forward through commercials now and I'm so bored. Versus a swan just spat in our salsa. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. 
Where? Remember, first world problems. Yeah. So I'm That's guessing one like percent world problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, the strangest thing happened with my kid the other day. We were on holiday. We arrived at at, at the house, and it was quite late on a Friday afternoon. And uh, my wife says to my kid, "Oh, Andy, uh, whatever's coming oh, on." Oh, she can talk now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't to me. It was my kid. They don't understand Charlie Brown. So uh, my wife says to Andy, "Yo, Andy, blah 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 is coming on. You know, Despicable Me or whatever, something you want to watch." And he runs off to the kitchen and he goes and makes popcorn mm. and he brings it back and he gets himself some juice and he's like cool let's let's go and she's like no 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 it's, it'll be on in about 10 minutes <laughs> and he's just like no 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 i'm i'm good now i can i've got my popcorn and, and he's nine he's nine years old and he just he could not wrap his head around the fact <laughs> that he had to wait 10 minutes for a thing because he'd never seen DSTV. It's just the, the, the concept of ads and waiting oh, for things shame. just doesn't exist for this people. <laughs> just have you done to now. your children? Yeah. <laughs> They're lucky they get internet. <laughs> there is a generation of children who are growing up without the joy of watching the same ads over and over and over mm. again mm. because mm. there was no option. Yes. And so you just learn them in your head yep. to the point where you're 33 years old and you still go, never had I seen her looking so lovely, smiling in the church where spring petals in her hair, would her prettiness be looking for a lift? Said I, ah, flattery will get you nowhere, ah. but a glass and a half of dairy milk just might. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So can you do it with the accent? Yeah. <laughs> Never had I look in <laughs> The thing is, adverts are quite useful because you'd be watching Dr. Quinn, the medicine woman, and you would think, <laughs> Not me, but yeah. I wouldn't mind a cup of tea right now. And then you'd, in the first break, you'd put on the kettle, you'd get the mug out, sure. put the tea bag yep. in the thing, you'd maybe go for a little wee, and then you'd go back, see what Horace is doing in the telegraph room. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Next adverts, go back, run, you know, make the rest of the tea, have it, bring it back. You can see Sally without a shirt on again. And inevitably, <laughs> I think Jane Seymour cries in the episode ends. But you can't do that anymore. Well, there is the magic of pause. Yes, yeah, so, so you can pause, do it all in one go, and then sit down and sip your tea while she cries. But you know, I have a friend who, when they watch live DSTV, they've got PVR, and they will pause and go mm-hmm. do things so that when they watch the whole episode they want to watch, they can they fast can forward. Fast forward yeah. Yeah. I guess Never. what I'm really saying is I miss Dr. Quinn Medicine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she had such beautiful hair, didn't she? Oh. Guys, how do, you, how do you feel about the swan one? Well, the, swan's, <laughs> the, the swan spitting in a salad could actually alleviate uh, a problem we have in the world, which is the foie gras. I think I said ah. that right. I didn't butcher it. <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, very yeah, good. Thanks. <laughs> and um, people believe that, uh, you know, the, the liver of a swan is a delicacy. What if we just kind of change the narrative? Is it a swan or a duck? Well, something with a neck. Okay. And we said... <laughs> <laughs> and we said... <laughs> we don't Stop nitpicking. <laughs> and we said, swan spit is the new... I mean, it's going to have to have a cool French name, like yes. Chus Bleu. Swan spit. There we go. That works. Not a French accent, a French name. <laughs> and suddenly, you know, people are all over that. I would say, Stu, I'm sure you'll back me up here. Yeah? I'll back Actually, you up. Actually, yeah. I'm I'll not confident at all. That, you know, that, I will back you up on that. That yeah. the TV ads is slightly more relatable, not just I to this audience, so. but to any audience. I believe so. I believe um, so. So we'll go TV ads. I think we should probably also go TV ads, Angel. Oh, I think to try angle for a bonus point, we should say that 100% of the audience is going to go with TV ads. Oh, so nobody in here has ever encountered a spitting swan. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Ladies. So yeah, you, one <laughs> person. One. I don't want to understand that joke. 
did, did you just uh, did you just say that you get a bonus point for making up a rule? I'm just putting it out there. Back down, sir. Back down. Um, so you are saying uh, TV ads. TV, TV ads. ads yes. You guys are saying TV ads. TV ads. But our right. TV ads is more right. All right. Yeah. Well, let's find out, shall we? I can reveal that the audience said with 56. percent Oh, that wow. is what? pretty close. Wow. TV ads. Yeah. So well done, guys. All right. That, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. I, you think, I think 44% of the audience didn't understand the questionnaire. <laughs> so, uh, round three is called Life Hacks. And our final round will be uh, posing real life problems to the teams. And I'd like them to give me innovative solutions. So, first up, I need a life hack for how to stop your child from falling out of bed. I got the answer. Yes. Don't have a child. <laughs> oh. a, wow. The loudest applause from the father. <laughs> I think the answer is in the question. You let them sleep on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Isn't there like a whole Asian thing where you, the bed's on the floor and it's just, mm. just do that. Try yeah. a Chinese child. Yeah. <laughs> Adopt. Yeah. I think you, you could... Do uh, they have to be Asian to sleep on the floor? I think so. Is it? Okay. Then you just tell them it's your culture. Yeah, okay. otherwise it's cultural appropriation and we don't want to go there. <laughs> okay. You can teach them to um, fall asleep sitting up in a chair. <laughs> well, they're not going to fall out of a bed for one. And second, it's going to teach them valuable training for when they're eventually on an airplane one day. Because yes. I don't know how to sleep in those seats. Mm. If yeah. I'd been doing it all my life, brilliant. Yeah. That, that is valuable. Point. I think point. you could use scare tactics. Okay. Put some very scary things on the floor. Like make, lava. Yeah. <laughs> put some hot, <laughs> boiling, scalding children lava on the floor. Yeah. See how that goes down. <laughs> and oh, then if they fall, the problem's over because yeah. they die. Look, we weren't looking for a final solution. <laughs> <laughs> What's your solution to potty training? <laughs> <laughs> it involves crocodiles. <laughs> Velcro? You could do Velcro. Please don't help Velcro. Velcro is a wonderful idea. idea. You, yeah. you Velcro, uh, you uh, Velcro pajamas, and then Velcro sheets, and, <laughs> and you, like like and you the, just throw the them into bed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> comfy position. But Stuart, if they then fall out of bed onto the carpet, you're never getting them up again. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, but they but they can't come and wake you up. So it's also fun. <laughs> okay, those. I mean, those are great. Do we have? But this is not the real solution that I have from the internet. The answer is you put a pool noodle under the sheet. Ooh, ah, now, that's clever. Next up, I need a life hack for how to help get rid of a migraine or migraine. I'm not sure which is the correct pronunciation for that or pronunciation for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it's yours, it's a migraine. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and sometimes if you hurt your foot and then it moves to your head, that's a migrant um, pain. Hey, there we go. I, so my wife suffers from migraines quite a lot and she's always being told absolutely ridiculous things to do to try cure them. And she mm. does generally try them, but eventually she's kind of given up. But the one one that she was told most recently was to pinch the area of skin in between her thumb and forefinger. Mm -hmm. and I think yes. that somehow just makes you realize there's more to life. <laughs> 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 it's pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it doesn't work. 
Uh, she hasn't had a migraine since. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I, I have another suggestion. Yeah. Probably won't be helpful. Yeah. But um, when you work in agriculture mm. and then you have these big silos, then you sell them to a different uh, farmer no. and it's <laughs> not a migraine anymore. Yes. It's <laughs> great. Come on. Okay. Appeal to Andrew's yeah. love of puns. Yeah. We all win. That's very <laughs> good. All right. Uh, I thought, you know, the pen's at the top of your head. Just stub your toe real bad. Take the pen, you know, yeah, show us a pen at, at the furthest other point from, from where the pen is. Mm. Right. Because they say that works. So it's twice the pain? Well, twice it's pain? kind of different pain, a it's distracting it's pain. It's a half the pain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 A pain doubled is a pain halved. <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds like my grandfather's parenting technique. I'll give you something to cry about. Okay. Well, none of you have got the solution that I have. Water. Um, water. water. Water's my solution. You are correct. Take lots of water. Oh, that uh, wasn't correct. Stop. <laughs> Take it back. Uh, the solution is drown yourself. Water. Yeah, you said water. Yeah. Just water. I think you said water. I did say water. That's in the answer. Yes. It is put your hands in ice water and flex them several times. That's what you meant. That's yeah. what I meant. That's, that, what I, yeah. that's how I drink my water. All right. One more life hack. Uh, I'd like a way to be able to run faster and longer. Right. I'm sure you would. <laughs> we have seen Andrew's Park run. It's Oh, guys, come on. <laughs> okay. The people here. The problem is if you're running on your own, the way to not do it is to run on your own because mm. then you need like... Like, I know I go running to the gym, and if there are no cars or no one to see me, I just walk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as the car's like, And as soon as the car parks, I'm like, yeah, that's going to keep. Because I've got to save my energy, because the long, the last stretch is just on the main road. Yeah. So then I've got to be like, yo, just save your energy. You don't want to run out of steam yeah. at Constantia Village. So do you run home after gym, or do you Uber? <laughs> I, I don't I don't run you to don't gym. go that's to gym enough <laughs> you don't have the house <laughs> that's the thing is because yeah, I, I, I used now. to no I used to run to gym mm. and yeah. then go work out a little bit but now I shower at the gym so I drive to gym you shower at the gym yeah I that, do it. that's really awkward because then you probably see my dad naked I didn't want to bring it up uh, no. in front of everyone well I hope you don't bring it up in front of everyone <laughs> <laughs> well guys uh, I can reveal that at the end of that round the points went to Dylan and Stuart's team. I can reveal that at the end of the show, Dylan's team have won. Thank you very much to our panelists, Stuart Taylor and Angel Campy, to our agony uncles, Simon and Dylan, and to you, the audience, for listening. Thank you. This has been Agony Uncles. Good night. Agony Uncles was devised by Simon van Veek, developed with Dylan Hitchens and Andrew Kerr, and written and performed by all three, with special guests Stuart Taylor and Angel Campy. You can send your Agony Uncles letters to info at brotherstreep.com or visit brotherstreep.com for more fun podcasts, songs, and videos. Thank you for listening.